Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. We need to then study very carefully, very carefully, the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ because He is ministering under the anointing, isn't He? How does the anointing work? What makes the anointing work? Does it always work? What will keep it from working? See? And so it is interesting to read various scriptures concerning the anointing, or it's called both anointing and power. It's also called spirit. See, the spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Healing Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. The healing anointing is just as real in the spirit realm as electricity is in the natural realm. We may not see it, but like electricity, it's a tangible force that can be activated and transmitted according to the laws that govern it. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Well, what, what does the shepherd, what does he ministry? His ministry doesn't just consist of preaching on Sunday morning. That's a very small part of his ministry. He's ministering to the sheep even on an individual basis. Jesus used the illustration, you know, of uh, the sheep, the sheepfold, the shepherd and the sheep. Uh, the shepherd's out there, you know, to, uh, to protect the sheep. He's out there to guide them. He's out there to direct them. And so this individual had come to the pastor for guidance and direction. And I thought, how is he going to handle that? What is he going to do? And I sat to the other side of the wall and wept. See, he just had an anointing that I didn't have to minister to that person. Because he has the anointing of the pastor, of the shepherd. I don't have that anointing. That's not my call. I'll tell you, a lot of us, the reason we don't fit right is because we're in the wrong office. or trying to fill the wrong office. We don't have the anointing to do that. And so it's, it's sort of like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. You understand what I'm saying? And so Jesus is anointing because he has an individual anointing. But he, as I said, he stood in all five of those ministry gifts. But now notice here in Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. And we know here from what Jesus said, reading from Isaiah, that he was anointed to do all of these things. Yet uh, Peter doesn't specify all of them here. He mentions about the healing part. And so he said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. There is a healing anointing. There is a healing anointing. Now you see, we read from our text here, from Isaiah, that it's the anointing that destroys or breaks the yoke. Well, in this particular case, then, we would be talking about the yoke of sickness. Sickness is like a yoke upon you, isn't it? Holds you in bondage. You notice Jesus said, He has sent me to preach deliverance to the captives. Well, that has a, 
a multifold meaning, more than one meaning. See, people are spiritually captives, and, and if you've ever been sick and bound, you're, you're captive to sickness and disease. But thank God there's deliverance. There is deliverance. And so Jesus is anointed to minister. Well, Jesus said, I've been teaching to our second year class from John's Gospel, the 14th chapter, the 11th and 12th verses, where Jesus said, Verily, verily, I said, You he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. And so if we're going to do the works of Jesus, this is only part of it now. This isn't all of them. But we'll have to have the same anointing or else we wouldn't do them. Now, uh, we need to then study very carefully, very carefully, the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ because he is ministering under the anointing, isn't he? How does the anointing work? What makes the anointing work? Does it always work? What will keep it from working? See? And so it is interesting to read various scriptures concerning the anointing, or it's called both anointing and power. It's also called spirit. See, the spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. Then we read here, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. See, Jesus returned, we read, in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and they went a fame of him abroad. Then he read, the Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. So then anointing, Spirit, and power would be synonymous terms. Wouldn't they? I said, wouldn't they? Well, then, let, let, let's notice some scripture. Uh, first of all, let's turn back for just a moment, and then we'll go into more detail about it. But let, let's turn back to the fifth chapter of Mark. One of my favorites. I've preached on many, many, many times. Concerning the woman who touched his garment and was healed. A certain woman, Mark 5, 25. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, it shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself, now the King James translation said, that virtue had gone out of him. That's a little misleading. He's not anointed with virtue, he's anointed with power. Are you listening to me? Of course, the King James translation is translated over 400 years ago, you see. Well, actually, most reference, even King James translations, you'll notice either a little letter or a little number by the word virtue, and you look in the margin of many of them, and it'll tell you, the, it says GR, that means Greek, 
and that's the New Testament is already written in Greek, and it says power. Or some of them, for instance, it says, you look in the margin, it says dynamon. In other words, uh, this is the uh, Greek word uh, that's translated power all through the New Testament, dynamon, D-Y-N-A-M-I-N, dynamon. It's the same word, you see, in the Greek, it's the same word that we get our, our word in the English, the word dynamite from. Actually, it derives from that. Well, if when you think of dynamite, you think of power, don't you? Yeah. I said, don't you? Yeah. Amen, you automatically think of power. And so the word, the Greek word dynamon is translated power all through, even the King James New Testament. But if you're reading another translation, you'll find that all other translations, virtually all of them, will translate it that way because it's correct that there went power. But then you wouldn't have to do either one of them. All you'd have to do is read the King James and you'll know what this virtue is. It's power. Because Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. And then he lists all these things that he's known to be doing. One of them is to heal, he said. Then Peter said, King James translation, Peter said, Acts 10, 30, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing. So there he says it's power, doesn't he? See? Well, then he immediately knew that power had gone out of him. Jesus immediately knowing in himself that what? Power had gone out of him. Well, what is his power? It's power he's anointed with. Not power that's his because he's the son of God. It's power that God anointed him with, to minister with. And so he turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now while we're at it, we might turn back to Matthew for just a moment. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Matthew, the 14th chapter. And let's notice uh, verses uh, 35 and 36 because this does not have to do with an individual but it has to do with uh, a number of people. But it's the same principle. Now he says uh, the 34th verse, 35th and 36th verse, 14 chapter Matthew. When they were gone over, they came into the land of Genesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him. Now, you know, that's very important. That statement had knowledge of him. All right. Had knowledge of him. They sent out into all that country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased. So it must have been a multitude of them, mustn't it? I said, mustn't it? And they besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This month's special offer is the newly released four-CD series, The Healing Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagen. In this series, Kenneth E. Hagen examines the healing anointing at work in Jesus' ministry. He explains the difference between receiving healing through the anointing and receiving healing through faith in God's Word. And he shows us how to tap into God's healing power to get it flowing and working in our bodies. Get this series for just $28 and we'll include the Healers in Your House book by Ken Hagen absolutely free. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. KTF. Kendall the Flame. Your women's, women's conference. conference. I want to tell you what. Ladies. September 27th through 29th. Hey, right. ladies, be there. Guys, get your wife here. It'll change them. I don't know how many reports we get of guys writing by saying, man, I'm glad I sent my wife there. She'd come back a changed person. For the good. Yeah, for the good. That's what I'm <laughs> that's talking about. Right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there- well... You don't want to talk about it if it's not for no, the good. That's right. And there is an early bird special, and so that's through September the 15th. So go online right now and sign up for Kindle the Flame. Yeah, you go there, rhema.org slash KTF, yes. and it'll take you right to where you need to be, and you can sign up. Call today to get this month's special offer, the new two-DVD set from Kenneth E. Hagen, Live in the Supernatural. This two-DVD set is brand new and just $26.95. Call today. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, The Healing Anointing. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.